We flew him all the way from Grand Rapids, Michigan. It is not close. He's the number six light heavyweight in the world. You might know him as Sweet Dreams. I know him as Jamal Hill. On this week's Food Truck Diaries, and I'm feeding him CJ's wings. Let's go. Make it big, big, super thick. From my wallet to my check. I don't want it if it's skinny, but I need it if it's thick. Need a thick girl. Jamal Hill, what's up, brother? What's going on, brother? How you doing? You a big-ass dude, man. <laughs> I like to eat. It's, uh, I guess so. I didn't realize how fucking big you were. It makes sense. Yeah. I mean, all, 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 I feel like all the dudes, and you allude to this in your interviews, like it's a changing of guards at light heavyweight. Like, I mean, you're a big ass dude, man. The guys weren't this size when I was fighting at light heavyweight. I look, I look smaller on t on camera for some. You really do. I always thought that's you were undersized. People. Yeah, that's what that's what most people think. I was like, oh, he could probably fight middleweight. Not a chance. You might have to go to heavyweight eventually. You know what I'm saying? I like gold, man. I yeah. like gold. So. Well, hopefully they give you a chance to at least attempt to get that gold because your division's a little tied up with the rematch, right? With Yon, with uh with your boy Yeri and Glover, right? So you gotta wait for that. So you're kinda like in this weird kind of gray area just waiting for the next call. Yeah. And when you look at the, I guess top six really, you're six, in front of you got Anthony Smith. Hurt. He's hurt. After him you got, is it Rackett? Rackett. He's hurt. So then you got Magamod, right? Mm. He, you know, so. Him and, but him, the thing is that him and Yan. So him, him and Yan, right? Not, yeah, so look, it's looking like they probably, they might match them up together, you know. I. I certainly take take either one. Yeah. But um, yeah, bro, it's it's a, it's a weird situation. If it's up to you, what would you do? If you if you're the matchmaker, what do you do with Jamal Hill? If it was up to me, I mean, and I'm thinking like futuristically, I get you a little breakdown into my mind. Uh, match me, me and Jan Blahovich up. Let Magomed, uh, let Magomed wait and uh, fight the winner, Glover and Glover yeah. Yuri. Let yeah. me let me and Jan fight for the. Uh, the number one contender, take the take the winner. Take I the like winner that. Out. I like that. You know, uh, I think I think because Magomed is young and at the top, they're like a little bit older, except for of course Yuri. Uh, I'd rather fight him for a title. I think that's a nice pay per view. That's a dope pay per view, and I also think you're more well known, especially here in America, with the fans. So if you launch Magomed right to the top, I, it's almost I, I, he has the talent to do it. I just feel it's like star power. I think they got to focus on that a little more. I think that could, that could come. That could come with with that. For sure, right he becomes champ. Yeah. 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 You know I mean, if he gets the belt, if he gets the belt from Yuri. Yeah. You know I mean, yeah, I think I think that would that would do that. Yeah, I'm not mad at you. Just in a bit of a tough situation. Then when you won your fight against Santos, which is a dope ass knockout, you win that fight, and then you got on the mic in the post fight press conference. You you called out Jan, and then you got some backlash from the fans, right? Like some fans like he ain't ready for Jan. I was like, well, hold up. To use your d defense of that, it's like. Well, Jan lost to Santos, right? You just start Santos. What the fuck are y'all talking about? Right, little, little, little MMA, little, little MMA, MMA math, math but still, MMA that's math. how that's. Yeah, but yeah, I mean, not a, well, not only that. Um, look at what look at what Santos did against the entire top the top five. You know, the, yeah. the, the, the footage is there. Yeah, you know, from from one from he's one a down savage to five. man. Yeah, Santos is a savage. Um, and look at the result from their fights. Yeah. Look at what happened in their fights. And yeah. then look at what happened whenever. Yeah. So, I mean, 
I'm not a believer in MMA math, like, oh, you beat this guy's up, but whenever you see how he was math, how, what he did again, you know. The only time I use MMA math is for this. Yeah, it's like, well, hold on. You can't say he's not in his league because like, right. he just starts a dude who beat him. Right. So that, I, it's like, it, MMA math doesn't work when you say, no, this guy's going to win. But to say that he's out of your league doesn't make sense in any fast. Right. Yeah. That's when I'll use MMA math. When it works to mind. I think I actually even seen an interview where, uh, with, with James Lynch where, uh, Jan responded. I think he said something like he thinks I'm not ready. I need I need a little bit, maybe a little bit more time. Not not just yet. Maybe because you don't want a piece of this just yet. Come get these hands you know and saying? find maybe out if they're you ready. you don't want a piece of it just yeah. yet. Yeah, I might but be. It's it. definitely ready. That, 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 <laughs> it's ready, man. The goose, it, it, it's cooked. This it's cooked. cooked. It's done. Yeah. It's cooked. The pot is ready. I had Laura Sanko on. We were talking about Dana White Contender Series, like people that come out of there, and there's superstars that come out. You're one of the dudes that came out of there, man. For sure. Look 100%. at you. You know what I mean? I know, I know a lot of people don't know. It ain't, it ain't shown much, but... Yeah, definitely though. That's where I came from. That's where I got my first start. Yeah, because your name doesn't get brought up with it because there's like Sugar Sean, right? And you got Bo Nichols doing the damn thing. There's a million other guys that came Shout up. Shout out my boy Jeff Neal, you know? Yeah, Jeff yeah, Jeff Neal. Yeah, Tex Roadhouse. Shout out to Tex Roadhouse. That's where he used to work. Um, before, and I think he, has, he was able to quit that job after his last win or last few, thank God. But uh, yeah, your name doesn't get brought up a lot there just because people forget. Because when I was looking at yourself, I'm like, that's right, that dude came from Dana White Contender Series, man. That was your ticket to the chocolate factory. It was, it was. That was a big moment for you? Um, yeah, that was that was it. I was like five fights into my uh into my pro career. I got the call. I was actually I already had a fight booked. I was about three about three weeks out for that. You know? For a fight outside of the UFC. Mm -hmm. Oh word. Yeah, for a fight outside of the UFC, I was supposed to fight some guy from Brazil and uh, I got the call, like right as I was getting in the car to go to training. Yeah, it was it was it was a big moment. It was it was it was what I've been waiting for. I always knew that once once I, I got the opportunity, once I could be seen, I just needed yeah. to be seen. Cause I've been putting the work in. I've been putting yep. the work in for years. You know, a lot of people may not have, I may not have went about it like the conventional route, the loud route, like a lot of people did. But I definitely put the work in, and I yep. made sure I was where I needed to be. Ready for the opportunity. Exactly. Yep. You know what I mean? So when it came, I was just I was just happy that I had it and went out and made the most of it. Yeah, you definitely did because only five fights in Dana White Contender Series and then where you're at now, six in the world. Pretty freaking nuts, dude. Yeah, I've had more fights in the UFC than I have outside. Yeah, because usually, especially this day and age, like especially if you look at the light heavyweight division, like I mean, you by far have the least experience. But with your, when you look at the boxing, like your boxing will be a problem for a lot of guys. You've, you've just always gravitated towards boxing because it's also, before you answer, it's not like you come from this mega camp like these other boys like ATT, AKA Jacksons or High Altitude, like these huge camps, like you're doing the damn thing in Grand Rapids. Yeah, um, well the whole, the boxing, the boxing thing, um, I always had hands, yeah, but um, my striking, I say my striking as a whole, like elbows, knees, kicks, I do it all and yep. I do it all at a very high level. Um, the thing with boxing is I, I realized the, the deficiency, I didn't realize the deficiency in the sport. You know what I mean? And honestly, a lot of it was really was, it was amplified to me with uh, when Connor fought Floyd. You know, uh, and you could see like he was right at the top. He was at the top. He's looking at like, oh, he was, was the butt. When he came down to punching, and I seen it, I'd seen it first in the Diaz fight. You know, the boxing, the endurance that it yeah. took to be a boxer. Then yep. I seen how it translated over into boxing. So I was like, all right, how can I take this deficiency and make it work for me in MMA? Yep. 
And then a lot of times guys will do that, like a, uh, like a Diaz brother, where they'll, they'll emphasize, you know, in, in boxing. And a lot of it's the volume, because boxing, a lot of it's volume punches and the, the pressure. But you just happen to have this skill where you got some knockout power. Yeah, it's, uh, it comes with that. I, I, I've always been, I've been in a lot of fights. So I, yeah. I know this, I, I knew a long time ago, usually when I touch people, they go to sleep. Really? Yeah. God, what poor kid in fourth grade found out that you have this God-given power? Than that, what poor man. fourth grader was like, you ain't going <laughs> to do shit. You know, you be number six ranked light heavyweight in the world. <laughs> I actually knocked my best friend out when I was a kid. Really? Yeah, you guys were, like, messing around? Nah, he, like, he, he, he did, like, he, he, he like, he's, he's got a very... A very crazy sense of humor. So he did a joke that I didn't think was, was, funny. was too funny. Paid the price? Yeah, so I had to I ended up knocking his ass out. <laughs> we, were like, we might have been like four or five or something like that. What four year olds knock each other out? Uh, were your parents like, he might, we might be on to something here? It was, it was funny. My, my, mom, my mom loves to tell the story just because of like really? the whole reaction and everything. Well, especially happened. where you're so at I'm, now. I'm going to I'm gonna have to say that one. I'm going to have to say that one to let my mom tell Yeah, you. we'll get your mom out. My you should have told me. We would have flown mom, your mom yeah. out. Tell that epic so. story. Hell yeah. And I'm sure your mama now is super proud. Yeah. Watch she watches everything. Or because there's there's two different type of parents. Some will watch and then like with one eye like I can't and then some are like into it. My mom my mom is definitely into it. She locked in. She don't want to see me get hurt and things yeah. like that, but you know, she just she don't she don't want to miss nothing. Yep. She don't want to miss nothing. Has she, she has she been to one live yet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was there when I got uh, when I fought on Contender Series. Oh, dope. And I got signed. And also, like the UFC messed up in the edit before my last fight. My mom's name is not Sandra Floyd Hill. I don't know. My mom's Damn, name. they messed up your mom's I name. Messed up mom's name, and she is upset about it. We, uh, she yeah. is upset about it. Okay. My mom's name is Shiva Tucker. Oh, damn. Well, I mean, Shiva I mean, close. close. Somebody fucked up. You, so does your mom, is that the only one your mom went to, or she's been to others? Uh, she's been to, uh, no, she's been to others. And she is, in te- is she, she intense? She like, rip his hat off. She hasn't been to, she hasn't been to other, like, UFC yeah. events. Cause, like, my mom, like, my mom has, like, you know, she has health, Word. health things and things like yeah. that. But she's been, she's been to other fights yeah. before that. Dope, man. I used to fight, I strictly used to fight in Grand Rapids. Like, we had a nice yeah. arena there. Yeah. And we were a promotion that was willing to bring guys The fight scene's fight. good in Grand Rapids? It was. I mean, the history of Grand Rapids, you, you know, Floyd Merriweather comes out of there. Floyd, cool, yeah, man. Floyd Merriweather Sr. comes out. Like, there's a whole, who, who else? Is James Tony from there? There's a rich history of real fighters out of Grand Rapids. So you're just kind of carrying on that too. It's first UFC one, right? Yeah, yeah. As far as like it was, doing it to this level, I'm sure there's been others with that. Yeah, like. Six um, in the world? Well, not not exactly Grand Rapids, but like. It's like it's pretty much the same area, same area. Co- uh, Cody Stamen. Oh yeah, Cody he's a stud. Yeah, Cody Stamen came. He came. Uh, he came from the same area. Like, I actually have a DVD where I think it was my second amateur fight back in like 2010. Cody was like the headline, so oh, I got no. me and Cody on the DVD. Oh, that's cool. On the same you guys are boys. Oh uh, yeah, we cool. Yeah, he's a stud. He's stuck. We, uh, we train. We train together. We uh, we trained together a little bit back in the day. And That's cool. Like that too. Yeah, we're, we're, well, you don't have a fight coming up for a while because the light heavyweight division's pretty tied up. I don't think the title nice. fight till December, so you can add a few pounds on. We're about to get thick, man. So let me feed you. We flew you all the way out here. Let me feed you, and we get back to it, man. Let's do it. How you doing? Hi, welcome to CJ Wings. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Thank you. 
Uh, I'm gonna keep it simple. Go with one of your classic here. The the picture sold me. I'll go with the the chicken wings with your hot sauce. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the with the chicken tenders. With the chicken, chicken tenders. tenders. All right. Chicken tenders with the boss sauce, of course. I have to. Uh, mild. Right. Can I get mild though? You got mild. All right. We'll keep it real light. Keep it light. Not real. A little light. A little light. It's sweet drinks, yeah. remember. It's yeah. sweet, sweet. That's, that's spicy. right. <laughs> um, can I get some potato salad? That looks really good. Yeah, it, it does look good. nice. It's really good. All right, guys, it's coming up. Thank you so much. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's take a little break from chatting with my boy, Jamal Hill, because, man, it is a scary time out there. Halloween's coming up. You got Michael Myers. You got Freddy Krueger costumes. You got all sorts of scary costumes. But you know what's really scary? That bush you're rolling with in these costumes. You're around kids. You're around your girl. You got these tights on. You got this big bush. You're scaring everybody, not for the right reasons. Luckily, my friends at Manscaped launched their fourth-generation performance package to make sure your pumpkins get the ultimate carving experience on this spooky day. That's a metaphor for trimming around your wiener. All right? Turn your bite-sized treat to a king-sized candy. A lot of Halloween references and join the 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off and free shipping with the code SHAB20. That's S-C-H-A-U-B-20. Make the right call this spooky season. It's trick or trim. Get it? Have you ever tried to trim your balls and turn into a Freddy Krueger film? It's not good, guys. Well, luckily, Manscaped is here to save the day and make sure you don't look like Freddy Krueger below the belt there all right unlock your confidence down below with your wiener all right with the performance package 4.0 inside you'll find the holy grail of men's grooming items they made it easy for you to upgrade your grooming routine i gave my bush the philly fade the other day and i put all sorts of designs in it all right it's a full moon out and the werewolf in your pants is howling. Again, a Halloween reference for you guys. It's time to tackle that problem with the lawnmower 4.0. All right? We got you covered, man. The Performance Package 4.0 also includes the Weed Whacker, a total game changer for your men's hygiene arsenal. The Weed Whacker is a nose and ear uh, hair trimmer. If you have hair come on your nose and ears, what are you doing? You don't, probably don't need a Halloween mask. You're scaring everybody as well, all the girls, and you're probably single. So don't do that and use this to get a girl, all right? Seal the deal with Manscaped's liquid formulations. Their Crop Preserver, Ball Deodorant, and Crop Reviver Ball Toner will make sure your Halloween reference pumpkin stay fresh. Manscaped also just launched a new body buffer, the 100% antibacterial body scrubber it's just what you need to keep your fresh and clean this halloween when you take that costume off you're all sweaty use this body buffer to get your brain right all right manscaped even threw in two free gifts of their performance package 4.0 the manscaped boxers which i love and the shed travel bag you put all that stuff in there you're ready to go man also if you're looking like wolverine haven't cut your nails recently be sure to look into the sheer 2.0 nail kit i could use those but for my toenails my toenails are like a velociraptors and when I was a kid, I used to be able to put my toe in my mouth, but I'm getting older and I'm not as flexible. My youngest son can do it. I'm proud of him. But I can't do that, so I need the sheer 2.0 nail kit. Uh, get 20%. They're thick, too, dude. They, you, you hear them snap when I cut these things. All right. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOP20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with the code SHOP20 at manscaped.com. Say trick-or-treat to your beautiful new Halloweeny with Manscaped. Happy Halloween. 
This episode of Food Truck Diaries, my boy Jamal Hill is also brought to you by the best Kratom on the planet, the only Kratom I trust on this planet. I don't know about Mars, I don't know about Uranus, but I don't know about Earth. If I want Kratom, I'm using Happy Hippo. I'm shooting the pink lemonade shot before I hit the stage, before I do a podcast. I'm using it all. They got gummies, pills, whatever you need, powders. We got it all, baby. It's the best focus product I've ever used. Best of all, it's all natural, all right? So visit happyhippo.com. Use promo code THICKBOY. You get 20% off for life. Use that code as many times as you want. Share it with your aunt, uncle, your cousins, your nephews, your stepdad, stepmoms even, right? They can be difficult, but share the code with them. That's happyhippo.com. Use promo code THICKBOY for 20% off for life for the best Kratom on the planet. Happy Hippo. All right, my man, food is here. I, I messed up not going with the uh, potato salad. Yeah. Yeah, yours looks way better than mine. That's cool. That's not a big deal. That's no, fine. Here's a fork if you want, a little knife. I don't know how you eat tenders. Do you go knife and fork on tenders? You guys real proper out there in Grand Rapids? No, no, no we get in there, we get, we get in there. Yeah, you get your hands wet, man. Thing, you know? Yeah, you never, I don't want to assume, but I assume you guys assume. And you went with medium, huh? Not a spice guy? Yeah, you know, not too much of a kick. Can't, can't be kicking me too much. That hot is fucking hot. <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. Holy shit. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. Oh, man. Uh, in, Spice man. Yeah, man. I'll tell you what, man. They weren't lying. This, some kids use this boss sauce instead of ketchup, where they're from, she said. Um, but you uh, you grew up. <laughs> in, in general, though, as far as your diet goes, you have a pretty strict diet. You have nutritionists and everything. Like, how hard, like, what do you weigh right now? Man, like right now? What do you think? We're all friends here. Nobody's listening. Uh, if I had to guess, I'd say around 235. Yeah, I'd, I'd say about 230, 240, right? 240. We're not going to lean too far. <laughs> it's not, it's not, it's not nah, yeah, I'm every bit of 250 here, man. But when you're to cut down to... 60. I'm probably 60. Yeah, yeah, probably 60 for sure, yeah. You ain't lying, yeah. I mean, our brand's thick, but I can't get too thin and fuck up the business, you know? But uh, for you, you, you hire nutritionists. Is it hard for you to get down to 205? Uh, no, nah, like for me, I, um, I've been doing this for, for a while now, so I kind of know what really? I eat. Really? Yeah, so I stick to like, kind of like the things. That and I you do it all yourself? Mm-hmm. You're not, you don't have some big team cooking your meals? and? No. No, damn, look at you no. doing the damn thing. Most guys get fancy with it have, you know, nutritionists and I mean, that's because measuring salt and, and shit. Yeah, true. And stuff like that. But, uh, but you're I good. Got, I got a pretty good idea of what, I, what I, like, I know, like, certain things, like, from certain menus that I can eat, you know, that uh, won't put too much weight on me and things like that. But, like, oh, yeah, once the fight is over. Um, it's on? I go a little, yeah, I go a little patty. patty. What's your first go? Like, when you, when you starched those Santa, or Santos, what was your, Tiago Santos, what was your first meal? Oh. Do you have like a go-to celebration meal? I think we had pizza. Was it pizza? Pizza's always easy. Well, especially here's the thing. No way, because like you know, you trying to, you trying to, you know, you just won. You know, I was sore. I was trying to get some liquor in me. Here's the thing. For listen, I apologize. It's a stupid question. Because here's the thing: when you get done with those fights and you go to the press conference, you get back to the hotel. What? Maybe 1 a.m. Midnight. It's late. There's not a ton of options. So yeah, pizza. You're not getting your, you know, home cooked meal, whatever your go to is. It's e- it's either like like bullshit nachos from the hotel or pizza or something like that. But you like to get your drink on. 
I like that. I like, you know, I had to go out. Relax. Chill yeah. Out. You a club guy? Sure. You go to the clubs? Yeah, we went to the club. We had like a table. Oh, damn. All right. Take it easy. All right. Okay. That sounds fun, though. You deserve it, man. So growing up, though, you're one of the guys. You start fighting. At, you start fighting at 18, which, to be honest, is I mean that's pretty early for for guys these days. I mean, some guys are like, oh, I've been doing taekwondo since I was seven. Doesn't count. Doesn't count. Doesn't fucking count. Nobody's competing taekwondo. The real athletes aren't taekwondo. You know what I'm saying? So you grew up uh, basketball, football. Mm-hmm. You must have been pretty damn good at basketball because on your Wikipedia it says you had an offer to play even college ball a little bit, huh? Yeah, I was going I was gonna go play at, at Davenport University. It's like a local college. Still, to play college ball at basketball, you gotta be pretty damn good. There's a lot of basketball players out there. You know, I, I, play, I worked hard, you know. It was like so like just like I work hard now with MMA, like yeah. back then that was my thing. So I used to work hard like like Whenever I visualize something and I'm passionate about something, like I go all I go all in, I go all in on it. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like an obsession. Yeah, nothing's you know half assed. Like, yeah. yeah, like my mind, like my mind be, gets fixated on it, and it's like it's like it's like I'm crazy. You like, become obsessed with it. I like sitting in, sitting in, you probably didn't had it there, sitting in, sitting there, late at night, middle of the night, you just you thinking, yep. and you feeling, you actually feel those moments yep. and things like that. Yep. So I used to do the same thing with basketball. Then, yeah. Like I get up, so I'm waiting, waiting for the sun to come up. So then I go. I get it, the sun comes up, and then I go and I uh, I play basketball. Go down to the court. There's a court not that far from my house. Yeah. Even in the winter. I've gone in the winter with a shovel, waiting to shovel yep. it off the court. Just a hoop. Just a hoop. But it's, I think that's when you know you're doing the right thing when you're, like, passionate about, obsessed with it, and you're not, like, it's not like a drag. Right. Like, you know, I mean, some days during camp, I'm, listen, I'm sure you love the fight, but there's some days during camp where you're like, God, dog, I'm exhausted. You know when you just, like, sometimes the camp's tougher than the fight. You're like, fuck, man, I'm just ready to get this over with. But, you know, with your passion for basketball, so at 18, you just decided to walk into a gym and start boxing? So um, my scholarship wasn't a full scholarship. You know, it was, like, partial. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was like, all right, well, I'm looking at numbers. I'm like, all right, you're going to incur this much debt. You might have to make up this. You might have to get a job to do this. All right, but... And now, even up to, up to this point, now I feel like if I was actually really to put my talents on display like that and to be noticed, and I was in that position, I wouldn't even be at this school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. True. So it's like, so it's like, all right, what if this don't happen? And that's like a real deal. Like that's that be that's like a real deal. Like you know, I'm a realistic person. So yeah, that was something that I really thought about. And it's like, what am I gonna study? What's my other thing? I was like, I don't know. So I'm incurred debt, and then if this don't turn out, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Yep. Um, it for like that's not a that's not a I'm to me that's dumb. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not I don't I don't do things like that. So not smart. I think I more to, young kids are realizing that too. Like yeah. go to college, get all this debt, and then I major in communication. I figured I just take a year off. Like I was like, fuck it, I don't like going to school like that yeah. anyway. So I take a year off and figure out Teach what I'm gonna do. Yeah. So you took a year off and then where the hell oh, does MMA. fighting cut? But you, <laughs> did you always want to fight MMA? Uh, bro, I always got into fights, bro. I've been fighting my entire life. Like I'm talking like one on ones, one on fours, one on eight, one on twelve. Like, one on twelve? What are you fighting in Russia? 12, Jesus I, Christ! I fought twelve people by myself before. Like just situations, shit happens. You know what I mean? And then you know, next thing you know, you you just fighting. You know what I mean? I'm yep. just reacting. And so, and was anybody like, damn, Jamal's pretty good at fighting? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, bro. 
your mom mm -hmm. in fourth grade when you knocked I mean, out it's that kind of hard grader. it's kind of hard at the night you know i mean we get into a fight and all of a sudden there's a bunch of people sleeping yeah knocked out and you're I'm good saying, yeah, yeah. yeah. your heart rate's lot. not up I yeah a lot of people out. yeah i bet yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're getting sweet dreams you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey fam let's take another little break while i was eating food with jamal hill i ran and changed my shirt just for you guys i'm not doing this a different day don't think that, okay? Because UFC 280 is here this Saturday, the best card of the year, and you're going to watch it. You're going to be watching it on the live Thick Boy YouTube. You're watching the new fight companion, the Salt Lake City fight companion with Jesse on fire, Frank Mayer, and myself. You're watching like, man, I wish I could watch and make bank, bro. Well, cool. Now you can with my friends at freaking DraftKings, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. And right now, new customers can bet $5 on UFC 80 and get $200 in free bets if your fighter wins. If you haven't tried DraftKings Sportsbook, today's the day. Want even more action? Say less. You can also double your winnings on a same-game parlay, combine multiple bets with, like which fighter will win, how long the fight will last, and so much more. Listen, kids, you could just you can bet on the freaking favorite, Makhchev, all day long. If you're going to do it, parlay it. Makhchev wins, and it goes... All goes the distance. You can parlay that. If you want to make a lot of money, though, and actual, you know, have some skin in the game, I like taking Charles Oliveira as the dog and then parlay it with him going to finish under five rounds. That's what I like, but I like money. So it's also a dicey bet. You never know. All right? Everyone who wants to boost their winnings, place a UFC 280 same-game parlay today. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code SHOPSHOW. Throw down $5 on UFC 280 and get $200 in free bets if your fighter wins. That's code SHOPSHOW, S-C-H-A-B, show. This Saturday at DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC. The main card starts at 11 a.m. Pacific time. Holler at your boy, Fight Companion, Thick Boy YouTube. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. DraftKings. I'll tell you what, lately on planes, usually I like to read a book. Now I've been listening to other podcasts. I listen to some music, maybe it really. I'm listening to other podcasts, and it's been great because if you notice, my ears, man, they don't fit your traditional uh, in wireless earbuds. They just don't. My, my, my left ear, because of cauliflower, looks like a tortellini, so I can't really focus, and the, 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 the things just fall out. It's a disaster. So while I'm on my way to Salt Lake City this Thursday, Friday, Saturday on the Oh He Thick Tour, you think, oh, what's he going to do? He can't even listen to anything. You're wrong, because Raycon, you got that, Brent? Raycon wireless earbuds came along, and it, it's the perfect fit for my ear. Why, you ask? Hilarious. Because it has the optimized gel tips. It's the perfect in-ear fit. So it looks, it feels, it sounds better than ever. And here's the thing. They will not budge. Trust me. I do it on bike rides while I'm working out on the airplane to and from the hotel. I use them nonstop. Raycons, I reached out to them because I'm such a fan of their product. Raycons give you eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life. Raycons are also priced just right. You get quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. It's no wonder Raycons Everyday Earbuds have over 50,000 five-star reviews. All right? They can do it all. You have three customized uh, sound profiles, earbud tap functions, the noise isolation, which I love on planes and in my hotel, awareness mode, so you got to know what's going on. You're going to get hit by a car on your bike, all right? Go to buyraycon.com slash shop today to get 15% off your Raycon order. That's buyraycon, B-U-Y-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash shop to score 15% off. Buyraycon.com slash shop. Now let's get back to the program. So you just started starting dudes growing up, and then you're just like, ah, you, you watched a UFC fight, or what how, mm -hmm. What got you down the UFC path? Because there's always like a fight, or maybe it's an ultimate fight, or something got people hooked on it. So I was at Beat Ups, and I actually saw the Anderson Silva fight, right? You were at a place called Beat Ups? 
Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, word. No, I, I forgot. Ah, damn. I be forgetting. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. The no, 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 no. That's like, no. Nah. So I, I, I keep forgetting that. Like, over here, y'all have a different slang and talking yeah. and how we say Because yeah. I said, I, I, asked a, I asked a lady for some pop over here, and she looked at me like I was crazy. She well, in, in Denver, we call soda pop, too. Yeah, so you're not so wrong like, on that. So but also, maybe you don't use that term, bitch, but also, give me a fucking pop, right? Like, you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. It's not like you asked for a glizzy when we're talking about you know, hot dogs. You know? It's like, come on, lady, give me a goddamn soda. Man. Whatever the fuck you call it, give me the diet. Coke. Give me the DC, lady. So you're at Buffalo Wild Wings and saw an Anderson Silva fight? Anderson Silva versus Forrest Griffin. You saw Anderson, like, I bet I could do that. I starched dudes. It was, no, it was just like, I was was amazed. You know what I mean? It was like, like something, something like, like, it was, I mean, that was like one of the most eye catching performances, like, I think of all time. Agree. You know, um, so. I was like, damn, so those people out here that's really like that, what if I run into that guy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What if yeah. I run into that guy? So I need to become that guy. Yeah. You know, and uh, that kind of sparked the interest. And then, um, like, I got, I had to, like, growing up, you know, like, my like my group, the, the core group of guys that I was around, we, we're brothers, you know what I mean? So it was like, like my guy brothers, you know. Um, one of them actually did MMA. He came over to my brother's house and he showed us his fight, like, on YouTube. I'm like, oh, like I'm thinking, man, like, this is fucking dope. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he actually had the fight. He actually went in there and did it. I was like, I want to get in there and do it. I want to do it like the other dude did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, So yeah. did he give you advice? Like, go to this gym, do this? Because so, th- uh, that's the other thing He told about me about the gym. He yeah, there's no, there's no, like, blueprint. There is. You know, it's kind of something like, uh, go to that gym and see what they say. And then Facts. you start competing. And then you're, in, you know... Next thing you know, you're fucking number six in the fucking world. Yeah, no, facts. There's no blueprint. Yeah. No. So you just, so that the, your buddy told you to go to that gym, you just walked in and then it was on. Yeah, oh, well, no, nah, he, no. He the, he was actually at another gym. He um, he told me to go to that gym and um, like I talked to him about it. Then another guy, brother of mine, um, he had seen a sign that said the first 30 days three, you, free. First 30 days like are a free. trial. You know, like a yeah. child, you gotta think. Like, I mean, I, don't have, I ain't have money. You know what I mean? Like, like, well, You're, what are you eighteen? I had money. You're eighteen, but like, you know what I mean? But like, I ain't have money like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so, yeah, I was eighteen at the time. So I, I went, I went into the gym, and uh, never left. That's where I met my head coach. Now, to this day, yeah, holy shit, coach, that's my right. My head coach, all my coaches, they, they were at, at that gym. Damn. Yeah, you're a humble ass dude. Most guys get big and like see you and they go to these mega gyms, you know? And you're just doing the damn thing. Nah, man. Still I have the same group of friends, I assume. You still have the same group of friends? I mean, yeah, yeah. But that like, kid in fourth grade you knocked out still cool? He's your best friend back then? Nah, that's fam. That's He's fam. still fam. That's family, yeah. He's pissed we're talking about it. No, nah, not at all, man. He laughs about it all the time. Yeah. Like 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 him. Like he was my like he he was my best friend all through my childhood. Oh, that's cool, man. You know what I mean? And then when I moved to Michigan, you know, even still through that separation, like we kind of lost. He ended up he ended up eventually when we got older. He came to Michigan. He's been to Michigan. He's oh, seen my cool. kids. He's been to my oh, house. Oh, dope, man. There, you know, I've been back home. I've been back down there and things like that. I'm sure so he's super proud of you now. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm sure he's super proud. And then was there a moment in your career where you knew you were? Shout gonna... out Andrew. Andrew Ogden. So What's his name? Andrew Ogden. Andrew what? Andrew. Andrew, Andrew. Ogden. Andrew Ogden, what up, dude? Um, sorry about that concussion. Sorry to hit you back in the day. <laughs> but uh, was there a, is there a moment in your fighting career where you're like, oh, I I can take this pretty far, like I, I I'm going to the UFC? Because um, everyone, th- don't get me wrong, you like, 
I play college, big time college football. Everyone in that room thought they were going to the NFL. The odds are maybe one percent, and we're a big school. The odds are one percent are going to the NFL. Thirteen of our senior class did. We're outliers, not a big deal. But in general, one percent does. So in the UFC, like uh, think about all the fighters that start to compete on your local circuit. Yeah. Maybe one of you are going to make it. You know what I'm saying? So the odds aren't great, but they're but it's the guys that believe in themselves and then they have the skill. So was there a certain point? Early on in your career, like, oh, I can do this. Did a did a, a UFC like veteran come to your gym? You whooped his ass. You're like, if he if he had success, I can definitely do this. Or was there a moment we just start some dude? You know. All right. Well, like, so like certain things happen in like like you know what I mean in like I don't know, like chapters almost, right? Yep. So, um, from the gate, I recognized things. So I recognized that I was and and just self belief. Um, I recognized I was that I was good right out the gate. So I right when you in, walked in the gym. Yeah, when I came in, I was sparring. I was the guys that <coughs> were sparring. Like um, my main trainer partner, my main sparring partner. He's one of the. He was. Uh, he was like one of the instructors. Uh, when I went there, his name is Jorge Serrat. Um, he had fought Ben Lagley, uh, like some of those. I don't know if you remember uh, Bad News. Ben Lagley yeah. fought Hermes Franca. Yeah, yeah. Like things like Old that. School. So I was getting my ass by this dude on yeah. a daily basis. You know, but at the same time, I'll notice, all right, this weapon, this weapon works, all right. You, know I mean? you have for that, some started, success, yeah. Some, and then off of that, I always, like, I always had the mindset, all right, this works, so I right, build off of this, add to this here, all right, so the weapon is it. So I was always, so every day, so every time we're going, I'm always adding, I'm always, yeah. I'm always getting better, I'm always getting sharper, you know what I mean? To a point where it started to get, it started to realize the fact that, all right, it's a little bit harder for him to get to me than it is for him to get, and just things like that. Yep. And then we actually started, our time, we actually just started going at it. Yep. You know, so. He viewed you as an equal eventually. I was like, damn, I, I gotta bring my A game. Like almost like almost immediately. Yeah. Almost immediately. Yeah, um, which is rare. Yeah. yeah. Even another guy, uh was another um his name's Caleb Grummet. Um he's actually heard he's got a fight because he's fighting again, so shout out Caleb. Um he was fighting on like he was like boxing, he was doing pro boxing, he's fought on the undercard for Floyd and things like that. I sparred with him. One day he actually like the first time me and him sparred, like I was catching him, he actually got upset and actually like tried to come after me, but yeah, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I did. Yeah. I mean, I did. I mean, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, um, you know, so that let me know too. You know, um, just no matter who I sparred with, like you no know, matter. Obviously, you still have that nervousness. You know what I mean, like, for sure. Oh, shit, that shit. Yeah. But I always had success. Yeah. You know what I mean, like I, I never, I've never, I've never just beat <laughs> up. Just got molly whopped. I'm yeah. never not never. in sparring. Yep. Not in a fight. Like nothing. I've never just been. Just had my ass handed to me. I grappling, yeah. Grappling has happened, obviously. As going, going through, going through that, you know what I mean. Because you, how, how, how much do you? Because this two-part question is: A, how much do you focus on grappling? B, one of the good things about this new age of light heavyweights, a lot of strikers. Everyone fancying themselves a striker, which I think plays into your hand to get to that UFC gold. Like you have Jan who who will wrestle, grapple some. Obviously Glover's there, but you know, he probably has one fight left and then Magamad's kind of Well I said that well I say that well the grappling as opposed to like coming in. Yes. You know so like coming in, that wasn't my strong suit. I'm like, but I'm I saying you're, your strong suit now, get. like what what right. where you're an outlier in the top six is your boxing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like your right hand, your one two, like filthy. Nobody else has that. None of those guys have that. They just right. don't. It's just you worked hard on it. It's also God-given talent. So that's where you're 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 different than those other guys. If you look at those other guy, five guys ahead of you, they can't box like you can. No. So that's your advantage. Yeah. So my question would be, if I'm them, I also 
I also think my advantage <clears throat> and the thing that makes me more dangerous than anything is my IQ, mm. my awareness, I, understanding what to do in what moment and understanding what's, what's happening and what my options are. Correct. And then that's also what I think makes John the best to ever do it. I think, I don't, if it, was he the fastest? No. Was he the strongest? No. You, you know, but he did everything pretty damn well, but his IQ, same with GSP, they were just knew Leon when to Edwards. do it. What's up? Leon Edwards as well. Yep. That's, that's why, that's why, um, that's why, like, the, like, when that happened, like, I said that, I said it before the, before the bite. Like, the, the thing that's dangerous about, he knows exactly what to do and when to do it, and he's good everywhere. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, that's, like, I mean, that's, to me, that's what everybody should try to strive for. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just. Be, 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 be competent everywhere. Be, be at the best you can everywhere. Be at a high level everywhere and know when you need to pull what out. Because guys have tried. You know, uh, Santos tried uh, taking you down. Exactly. Like a lot of guys try to rest you because obviously they don't want to stay on the feet because that's your advantage. I'd assume at Why the... Why hasn't it worked? That's my question for you. How much do you focus on wrestling and grappling? Obviously a lot because they can't get you down. I grapple more than I, more than I strike. Mm. You know, when that gym... That I walked into. That was a jujitsu school. Yeah. You know what I mean? What's my uh my, my like you know what I mean? My, my Black Lion is Black Lion Jiu-Jitsu Academy. Yep. That's your school. Yeah. yeah. I got hands. Yeah. The fight starts standing. Mm-hmm. So that's where I, I mean that's where I wanted to get good at. But it, when it, it goes to the I'm not worried. I'm not I don't I don't feel like myself, <coughs> I don't look at myself behind anybody in that regard. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah, I mean, especially when you look at the top, the guys, you know, who are ranked ahead of you, it's not, I mean, Glover's the only one, but again, I, I think you and Glover are two ships in the night. You, I don't think you guys are ever going to fight. I think he does this one, probably loses, and he's out. You know, he's an older yeah. dude, but as far as grappling goes, you know, he's upper he's echelon, tough. Yeah, tough, tough, he's black tough. belt, you know, wrestling, can box, but well, you're not going to see that guy. I also, but also, I would like to. Um, oh, he's a legend. Uh, yeah, I would, yeah. I would like to. I don't think you will, though. Um, yeah, yeah, and it's, it's one of the unfortunate things. But I feel, just because I, I feel that even even though, okay, yeah, he, he's, he's more decorated of a grappler than me and things like that, but I feel, I truly feel my timing and my ability to know what to do and how to control and Capitalize on it. Is, is, is that good to mm. where it doesn't matter. Yep. You know? Yeah. Um, like people say whatever they want to say as far as, like, the Paul Craig fight. Like, you know, but I know the mistake I made in that fight. Yeah. And I know and I know where to correct it. Can I, can I out-grapple Paul I mean, you Craig? obviously, yeah, you obviously could, corrected it. But I needed to do it. It needed to be, a, things need to be done on my terms. But also, that Paul Craig loss, you want that to happen then. So you could focus mm -hmm. on it. Because when you get to where you're going now, that's not going to happen again. No. It's not going to happen against Magomed or any of these other dudes. Yeri, Jan, that's not going to happen. You wanted that to happen then. Yeah. So you could focus. You need those small bumps so you can focus on when you do get to that, you know, title run, which you're on now. Yeah. That mistake doesn't happen. You need 100%. that shit. Yeah, because you wouldn't want that to happen in the title fight. That's a nightmare. You know what I'm saying? And when you look at the champ, when you look at like Yeri, uh, do you see holes in his game? Yeah, I definitely see. I definitely see. Um, I see openings. You know, um, I'm not gonna say holes. He's also unconventional. Because you know what I mean. Because everybody fights differently, right? Yes. So holes means something. I see, I see openings. Mm. You know, um, I see things put. that I can take. I see things that I can take advantage of. 
you know, um, I see the type of fighter he is. He's a flow fighter. Yep. You know, um, he gets he gets in the rhythm. He wants to get you in that fight and get to, and he wants to control the chaos and flow through the chaos and find his shot and find it. He that's likes what chaos. I want to do. Yeah. That's what I want to do. And yep. I'm very good at that. And yeah. I have a lot of fun doing that. Yep. You know, so that's why that's a fight that I want. That's the fight bad. I want. Yeah, that's why I brought I up. That's that the fight, fight I want. Bad. Yeah. Like bad. Yep. Yep. I'd love to see that fight. Yeah. Be a fun ass fight. Uh, uh, we'll end on this. How do you think? Now that John, who's the king of the light heavyweight division, now he's gone, you got DC gone, Gustin's out of there. The only guy still doing it really is John. He's going to heavyweight. How do you think John does at heavyweight? Uh, I think John's a, John's a legend, so I think he, um, and I think he's, his, his gifts in fighting translate uh, ascend beyond weight class. Agree. So um, I think he'll be fine. Well, does that mean that he won't have some adversity and some things won't happen that might not, that might be catastrophically bad? Yeah, I agree. Heavyweight, you know I mean? yeah, when he goes bad, he goes bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. But yep. I think I think he'll be fine. I actually want him to do well because here's the thing. I'm going to keep doing my thing. And once that once once them challenge, once I start knocking down certain challenges and those new challenges present themselves, yep. I'm hoping he's one of those. Yeah. I have no problem following him up there. Yeah, that's great. To, you know what I mean? For, especially for something that, to be on that type of level or that type of magnitude. You know what I mean? Especially if I do my thing here. Hell yeah. Maybe, maybe go down and see how I how, Just yeah. play around in some weight class. Play around with some gold. You agree. Yeah, I think that's the new wave of the UFC too. These guys to get that superstar level, it's like the the bounce around weight class is kind of the new vibe. That's what these guys are doing to become superstars. The guy who I think is eventually going to light heavyweight be Hamzat. I can see him jumping up light heavyweight. Yeah, I'd like big to boy. Love that one. Yeah, big yeah, boy. Yeah, he's savage. Yeah. Well, dude, we've wanted you on the show for a while, but you keep knocking dudes out, and then you're flying back home. So finally, we got you here, all the way from Grand Rapids. Keep knocking them out, dude. We're rooting for you here, man. I can't wait for your next fight. Hopefully it's not too late. But before you go, we can't bring you out here and not give you shoes, man. Oh, you're on a food truck, dog. So I know originally you're from Chicago. Yes, sir. So born and raised in Chicago, you moved what? To Grand Rapids when you were 12? Yeah. Yeah, so I got to get you the legend oh. shoes because you're a legend, right? Sir. So these, these are some Jordan 3s. Now what makes, and you wear size 15. It's the biggest shoe we've ever seen. Uh, <laughs> I actually stole these from um, Kevin Durant. But no, uh, the size 15 were hard to find. But uh, the Jordan 3s, these are the first Jordans that Tinker, who's the legendary designer for Jordan, these are the first shoe he designed. And when Jordan wore these, these are when uh, he had his biggest year ever. And I think you're about to have your biggest year ever. I bet you're about to do some shit. So Jordan had these for his biggest year ever. You're talking MVP, uh, Defense Player of the Year, won the dunk contest against uh, Dominic Wilkins. Like he had his biggest year ever. And so that's why I chose these for you, these threes, because I think you're about to have a big ass year, my man. So these are your threes. Thank you, brother. I appreciate Those it. Those were not easy to find in 15. Ooh, I'm trying to tell you, bro. I'll tell you why. I must have been struggling <laughs> real in 15. Thanks for coming on. Come on, hey, everybody. If you're into thick boys, <laughs> like, subscribe, comment, and God bless America. Well, that's not my big one. Just kidding. Oh, beautifully done. We've got a new bantamweight champion. We have entered the era of John Lineker. Taking out everybody one by one. Now the challenges will come. But you better believe that man's going to be ready for them. Oh, body kick. Body Fabrician Trash is a problem in the Bantamweight division. I am the unproud king, and everybody knows it.
John Lineker touches you, he hurts you. I'm coming for you, John Chica Lineker. Don't hide. Fabrício, você é o próximo.